0: Hi, and welcome to... It's a cookbook! And this is a Twilight Zone podcast. I'm your host, Steve, and first off, I want to thank anyone who checks this project out. It's one i wanted to do for a long time, and finally, here we are. So, what are you going to be hearing? I plan on focusing on those great Twilight Zone radio dramas. You know, almost 200 of those were produced, and a lot of those were really well done. So if you're new to them, I think you're really going to enjoy them. I'll also be offering some information and uh, background, some trivia about the original Twilight Zone episodes, and who knows, maybe even a few surprises now and then. But enough introduction. Let's get started. The episode I'm going to be looking at today is Little Girl Lost. Now, this was an episode from season three of the original Twilight Zone, and while it wasn't one of those timeless classics, I think it's a pretty great one, and I think you're really going to like it. The radio version is equally solid. A couple interesting notes about this episode. It was written by Richard Matheson, one of the great fantasy and science fiction authors of of all time, including several of the best-remembered episodes of The Twilight Zone. He said he came up with the idea for Little Girl Lost when his own daughter fell out of bed and rolled all the way back to the wall, where he couldn't see her at first, and the panic and confusion he felt. Now, if you're not familiar with a lot of his work, I strongly encourage you. To find a short story collection or even some of his novels, you will be in for a real treat. Now, one thing I find most interesting about Little Girl Lost is it's almost note for note the same basic plot as the classic 80s horror movie Poltergeist. But that movie gave Matheson no credit for any part of the story idea. Matheson must not have minded, though. He worked with poldergeist writer Steven Spielberg several times, including in one of my favorite suspense movies of all time, Duel. But enough about that. Let's enjoy. This is Little Girl Lost, here on It's a Cookbook! A story you'll only find in...
2: Come on, Mac, let's go. Out in the backyard. You got plenty of water, big guy. What's the matter? Something out there? Hey, maybe it's a squirrel. Nothing you can't handle. (laughs) See you in the morning, big guy.
3: By myself. I know, honey. It'll be all right, I promise. Daddy and I are in the next room.
2: Hey, sweetie. Ready for bed?
3: Daddy, I want Mac. He's outside where he belongs. But I need him. No, you don't. This is where you belong, in your room.
2: But I... You're a big girl, aren't you?
3: Yes. A very big girl. And big girls have their own rooms. In the morning, I'll make
2: your favorite breakfast.
3: Waffles? Waffles. For all three of us. But it's scary in here.
2: Tina, honey, stop it.
3: Will you leave the door open? Sure, sweetie. Plus, you have your nightlight. Come on, Ruth. But, Mommy... If anything frightens you, call for me. I'll come right away.
2: Nothing's going to frighten her. The house is locked up tight as a drum. But
3: what if the bad man comes? Oh, Tina, really? Hey,
2: then Mac will get him. He's a good dog, isn't he? Yes. Go to sleep now.
3: Can I have a drink of water?
2: Of course. Night-night, sweetheart. Night. Don't let the bedbugs bite.
3: She's been scared of her own shadow lately.
2: Yeah. Separation anxiety. New room and all.
3: Did you hear what she said? The bad man. Where did she get that?
2: Maybe she's onto something.
3: What's that supposed to mean?
2: Like Mac. He hears things, doesn't he?
3: He's a dog, Chris.
2: Well, kids hear things. See them, too. Oh, I remember when I was little, my sister used to tell me about... The Nighthawk. The what? That's a good question. I never did find out. But she'd say, The Nighthawk's gonna get ya. Kept me on my toes.
3: What a mean sister.
2: Mm, Maybe she was just looking out for me. I thought I saw all sorts of things. Face in the window, something in the yard. You would. Just the same. Maybe there are things we can't see. Just kids and animals. That's enough, Chris. Like when Mac hears a squirrel or smells another dog down the street but we can't because we don't have the senses?
3: Next you're going to tell me that there is a bad man.
2: I didn't say that.
3: Now I won't sleep a wink.
2: That's not what I mean.
3: Oh, what do you mean?
2: Nothing. I don't know what I'm talking about.
3: No, you don't. Come to bed. Sorry. You should have been a science fiction writer. Visible world. Nice. Makes me feel all safe and secure.
2: I said I'm sorry.
3: Well, this is the real world. Remember that. I'm turning out the light.
2: Mommy! Now what?
3: Oh, I forgot to get her a drink of water.
2: If you get up every time, she'll never go to sleep.
3: But I promised.
2: One time. That's it. Agreed? Agreed. Mommy?
1: Daddy? The voice of one frightened little girl. Name, Bettina Miller. Tina for short. Description, six years of age. Average height and build. Blonde, quite pretty. Last seen being tucked into bed by her mother only a few minutes ago. Last heard... Aye, there's the rub, as Hamlet puts it. For she can still be heard quite clearly, despite the curious fact that very soon she won't be seen at all. Not by her father or mother or anybody else. Present location? In the next bedroom, or so it seems. At this moment it might be more accurate to say that she's just become a resident of an unseen world called The Twilight Zone.
4: And now the Twilight Zone and our story, Little Girl Lost, starring Stephen Tobolowski with Stacy Keach as your
1: narrator. Chris? <sighs> Not again.
3: But she sounds so scared.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: Mommy. <laughs> Listen to her.
2: I'm going. Where are my slippers?
3: I don't know what's wrong
2: now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll talk to her one last time. All right, sweetie. Daddy's coming. Quiet, Mac. What's the matter now, Tina? T- Where are you? Against the wall? Here I am. Take my hand. Tina, where'd you go? <laughs> Did you fall off? I'll lean down it. Not against the wall, huh? Did you roll under the bed? Take it easy, I'm here. <laughs> Tina, <laughs> where are you? <laughs> Over here. Come on out, baby. You must have crawled under the bed. Now reach out. Reach out for my hand. What? What happened to you? Daddy! Where in the... Hold on, I'll get the light switch. Daddy, help me. I'm trying, baby, but I don't see...
3: Chris, what is it? I don't know. What's the matter?
2: She's not here.
3: What do you mean, she's not?
2: I turned on the light. I can't...
3: Tina? Mommy's here.
2: See for yourself. This is ridiculous.
3: Tina! Tina! Tina
2: I already looked under the bed All the way to the wall It's clear, there's nothing Mommy, pick me up
3: I'm trying, baby Chris? Where is she? I don't know But I can hear her Right in front of me I can't too It doesn't make sense I'm looking under the bed The, the floor's clear It's absolutely empty There's, I don't see anything
2: Honey, I don't know what to tell you
3: what are we gonna do?
2: Quiet, Mac.
3: Listen, what's happening to her? Where is she? I'm tired, mommy. Going to sleep now. Tina. Tina.
2: Bill. Yeah? Bill. It's Chris. Oh, hi. What time is- Can you come over?
4: When? Now?
2: I'm sorry, but it's an emergency. What's the matter? It's Tina. What happened? That's just it. I don't know. You don't- She's disappeared.
4: From the house? You mean she wandered off? No. No. Somebody took her?
2: She hasn't been kidnapped.
4: Well, then what?
2: I can't explain. She's here.
4: Is she injured?
2: I don't think so, but...
4: So she's okay?
2: I don't know.
4: Let me get this straight. She's there, and she's not hurt, and she's... She's
2: here, but she's not here. I don't follow. Bill, for God's sake, get over here. I don't know who else to call, and hurry.
3: She's still asleep. That's what it sounds like.
2: Ruth, stand up.
3: Shouldn't we wake her?
2: I called Bill. Bill? He's coming over. He's a physicist. Maybe he what can... What do we
3: need a physicist for?
2: It's all I could think of.
3: Shouldn't we call 911? And tell them what?
2: That our daughter rolled off the bed and now we can hear her, but we can't see her.
3: Oh, God. Where is she, Chris? Where is she?
2: I'm going to look under the house.
3: Under the house? Why? There's no hole in the floor, is there?
2: Not that I could see. I better let Mac in. He's going to wake up the whole neighborhood. Sit on the edge of the bed. Wait here for me.
3: Get the flashlight. It's in the kitchen.
2: Right. Come here, boy. Mac, where are you going?
3: Mac, what's wrong with him?
2: He's after something, like he's got a scent.
3: He's trying to get under the bed. Grab him. I can't. Where did he go? I don't know.
2: Step back. He's got to be under there. Mac, come on out, boy. Here, Mac.
3: He's not, is he?
2: Now, don't jump to conclusions.
3: He's With Tina
2: oh, He's here Bill I got here as fast as I could Thanks What's up? I'd tell you if I could But you wouldn't believe it Try me I wouldn't know where to start You better see for yourself See what? They're in the bedroom. You remember Bill, honey? From work? Ruth?
3: She's still asleep. Listen.
2: Where's your daughter?
4: Uh, Under there? Take a look. I don't see anything. Neither do we. Do you have a flashlight? Here. You were right. About what? Don't believe it. Let's move the bed.
3: Bill, where is she? I'm about
4: to lose my mind. Well, at least she's breathing normally. So, she must be okay. Take the other end. Got it. Wait. It's not that heavy. Uh, We'd better mark where the legs were. Why? Do what he says. Anything will work. You know, those books in the corner.
2: Put one on the floor
4: here and here. I don't see... Thanks Now from the front Lift Right Two more Under this end Here Perfect Now lift it away from the wall Just a few feet There Alright now set it down Okay You can still hear it that, That's her breathing
3: Yes
2: And these four books Mark where the bed was The sound of her voice Is inside the rectangle The dog was too A while ago dog Mac I let him in the house and he ran straight for this spot dove under the bed and poof he was gone too but we could still hear him not now though not now
4: you felt the entire area all over several times and nothing okay
3: what are you doing
4: stepping very very carefully into the rectangle
2: looking for
4: the opening maybe the, I want to cover everything between here and the wall.
2: The
3: opening to what?
4: I don't know yet, Ruth. Quiet. There. Do you hear? I hear.
3: You're moving as if you're afraid you're going to step on her. But there's no hole in the floor. You can see that.
2: Yes. Why are you moving your hands? To cover the air above the floor as well. I did that.
4: We both did.
2: Well, maybe not every
4: inch, but... All right, take it easy. I'm almost at the wall.
2: I don't get it. Get what?
4: It's not in front of the wall. So that means it must be... Bill! Look out!
3: Your hand's going into the wall.
4: Pull out! Pull out! I guess I found
2: it.
3: Found what?
2: Bill, what was that? Your whole hand disappeared into the wall.
3: It did. I saw it.
2: So did I.
4: This must be it. What is? The opening. To where? I'm not sure. But off the top of my head, I'd say to another dimension.
3: Another what?
4: Dimension. You think this is a joke, Bill? No, I don't. Then why? I don't know if I'm right or not. I can't think of anything else, though. Anything else but... Look, there are three dimensions that we can see. Height, width, and depth. The fourth dimension is time. Now, if you know these, you can place anything. Where something is and when exactly. Like, at what time is it now? One twelve a.m. on this particular date. In this location.
3: Why are we talking about this?
4: Wait, hear him out. There may be other dimensions as well. Science is still arguing about how real they are, but there could be doorways to these other times and places, other realms. And some of those doorways have been verified.
2: Have you heard of wormholes?
3: I don't see what all this has to do with my little girl.
2: Wait, I think I'm getting it. Tina must have fallen out of bed accidentally rolled under it and gone through like my hand did that actually happen i couldn't believe my eyes one
4: way to find out let's try it again and be sure
3: bill don't
4: right about here wasn't it i was touching the wall to see if it was solid and
2: it's happening again
4: this is it an invisible opening of some sort I can't see your hand Pull it back There I'm okay What did it feel like? There was no sensation It's just that for a second My hand was out of the visible spectrum
3: Where was it?
2: That's what we have to figure out
3: I don't care about the reason I just want Tina back
2: That's where Mac went to?
4: Must be he's probably with her now But why? He could have sensed it Animals are sharper about that sort of thing than we are. He must have known she was in there and gone after her.
3: But we have eyes too. Why can't we see them?
4: Because some things may be right in front of us, but we have a blind spot. Such as? Do you have any change on you? What? Wait a minute, I do. Here, here Here's a quarter. Now, hold it out at arm's length, between your thumb and your finger. Yeah, that's it. Now, I want you to stare straight ahead at the ceiling light and move the quarter just off-center a few degrees to the right, approximately the 3 o'clock position. But don't move your eyes. Go ahead and try. Wait a minute. What do you see? Nothing. I can't see the quarter anymore. Exactly. But if you move it an inch or two, right or left, or up or down... There it is again. It always was there, right in front of you, but you couldn't see it. Do you know why? Because you have a blind spot on your retina. It's a very small area where the optic nerves tie together. You'd never know it. How can you be aware of what you can't see? But whatever's there is still there, isn't it? I mean, whether you see it or not. I never noticed that before. You could go your whole life and never notice it, unless there was some reason to. But it's been there all along, invisible, like the quarter.
3: Well, now that I know where she is, I'm going after her. No. Don't try to stop me. She's my little girl.
4: We don't know what else is in there or how far it leads.
3: My daughter is in there.
4: I know that, Ruth, but we can't just... Why not? You put your hand in
2: and you pulled it out twice. We don't have enough information yet. Tina is right in front of us, on the other side of this dimensional opening or whatever it is. All we have to do is reach in and... If it's that simple, why hasn't Mac found her yet? If
4: I'm right and this is a a kind of gap or blind spot, a, an opening to another dimension, it wouldn't be laid out the same as our world. Would it, Chris? There
3: must be something we can do.
2: Listen to the man, honey. You got a pencil, anything to write with. Check Tina's drawer.
3: Only crayons.
4: That'll do. Uh, a black one. Here. Now, Let's see just how big this thing is. I'll have to mark up your wall. Go ahead. This is solid. And this. And this. Ooh, but not here. The same spot I touched before. All right, I'll mark it with a dot.
2: Take your hand out first.
4: Right. And all around the edges where it's still solid... These marks form a rough
2: outline of the opening. And you're saying it's always been there?
3: Oh, my God. That's why she didn't want to sleep in here. She knew somehow. She could have fallen through at any time.
4: Oh, I doubt it. Why not? Because locations are in space and time. The fourth dimension, remember? (sighs) Lord knows, I'm no expert on this, but... Well, it's still pretty theoretical, but for now, I can connect the dots in at least two of those dimensions. So you're establishing the perimeter? As best as I can. I suspect that junctures like this are anomalies, you know, freaks of nature or the space-time continuum, if you prefer, occurring, well, who knows how often. Rarely, though, I'd say. I hope... Now, if I take these points and extend them geometrically and then draw lines to connect the limits, we should see the projected boundaries of our so-called doorway.
2: That's it. The outline? All right, let's step back and see what we've got. Kind of a vertical rectangle. Looks like a doorway, all right. Not quite symmetrical, and a bit
4: small. About three feet across, maybe four feet tall.
3: Exactly the size of Tina. She could have stepped through.
4: Do you still have that quarter? Here. Throw it. What? At the wall. What for? It's a test. Toss it between the lines, and
2: and we'll see what happens. Okay, here goes. (laughs)
4: Where is it? It went through. The quarters in. The other place. Wherever that is. Now what? Well.
2: What are you doing? Shh.
3: This is where I heard her. Where the bed was. The sound was the loudest just off the floor, but now. I can't hear her anymore. Chris!
2: Let me try. Put your head down as low as you can. She's right. I can't even hear Tina's breathing. No. No.
3: Tina? Answer me, sweetheart. Where are you? Tina?
4: (gasps) What's happened? The temporal dimension may be shifting. In that case, she could be anywhere. Tina? Tina! Hold it down. You hear anything at all? No.
3: She's gone.
4: Get up, Ruth. Move around, both of you, and keep
2: listening.
3: What's the point?
2: It's a chance. Do it. Psst. Over here. That's her. In the corner. What in the name of. Quiet.
4: It's getting weaker.
2: Where's she going now?
4: Tina, come
3: back!
2: keep looking for her but how come on where
4: anywhere try the whole house i'll take the living room
3: tina (laughs) tina what is it she's gone gone and never coming back
2: we don't know that
3: we don't know anything
2: come on babe you gotta be strong for tina in here bill What are you doing by the television set? Put your ear next to mine.
3: Mommy? Daddy? I want my dolly! Tina? I'm here! Mommy? I
2: can't see you! What is this? First she was in the bedroom, now she's in here. I've told you what I think, Chris. But she went into this other dimension in the bedroom. What's she doing here? If I could tell you, I would. You've got to think rationally. How can we think rationally about an irrational situation? One step at a time.
4: We try every possibility. Cross off the ones that don't work.
3: I'm not going to wait.
4: Neither am I. We can't get ahead of ourselves.
3: My daughter needs me. I've got to go to her somehow, some way. I've got to go to her.
2: I'm afraid it's not that simple.
3: Get out of my way. Slow down.
2: Let's think it through first.
3: We have to do something.
4: I know, but what? She could be somewhere else entirely now. Are you saying it's hopeless? Chris, if she's beyond our world, everything's different where she is. The normal rules don't apply. The slightest movement on her part might seem to us to be all over the place, but she might just be turning over in her sleep. Then what do we do? I have an idea. Call him. Who? The dog. Call him. Hurry. Mac!
2: Here, boy! That's it. Here, that's a boy.
3: There she is. I hear her.
4: Tell her to
2: go with him.
3: Tina! Mommy?
2: She hears you. She hears you.
3: Go with Mac, baby. Please, go with him. Where are you? Here, baby. I'm here.
4: Just tell her to go with the dog.
3: Sweetie, go with Mac. Right now, baby. are he taking me? Where we are. You want to be with Mommy and Daddy, don't you?
4: Yes.
3: Then Go. Yes, baby. He will. All oh right,
4: Mommy. Hurry, Mac. Let's go. The dog should go back to the place where he entered. Yes. Now, get down on the floor in front of the wall. I don't hear anything. Call the dog again. Mac! Here, boy! Here!
3: Bill, can't we help her?
4: It'll have to be the dog, Ruth. We can't take a chance going through ourselves. Why not? If Mac could do it, Mac has a better sense of smell and hearing. He might be able to find
2: his way. Mac! Come here! Right here! Come on! I hear him! He's doing it!
4: Man! What a mutt! They're not getting any closer.
2: This way, Mac! Come! Tina! Mm Mommy! I can hear him. but they're not coming through the wall. They can't see the opening where they are. Come to me, Mac. To me. Daddy? Bring her out, Mac. Now. Daddy,
3: where are you? Here, baby. Right here. Just a little bit farther. Follow Mac. I can't see you. Mac, you better come. Right now. Why doesn't he do it?
4: Maybe he can't. He's confused. If you can't see him,
2: he can't see you. No, I won't have it.
3: What are you doing? Reaching in. Stop, pull your arm back.
2: Tina, take my hand. No, Chris, it's too dangerous. Let go of me. My hand, Tina, take hold of it. I can't see it, Daddy. I'll lean a little further. See it now? No. Chris, here. I'm okay.
4: I got through. Can you hear me? We hear you, pal. Don't move. But I have to. Don't move an inch, or you'll never
2: find your way out. But I'm just here, on the other side of the wall. What do you see? I'm not sure. It's dark. There are lights, millions of them. Like, like stars. Some of them are flashing moving past and there's some kind of mist. I can't make out anything else yet.
4: Don't even try. Stay where you are. I've got to find her. Let her come to you, Chris. Call her.
3: Yes, call her.
2: Tina! Daddy? I can hear her. She's close. Where are you? Come to the sound of my voice.
3: I don't know which way.
2: I gotta help her. She can't see any more than I can. Chris, I mean it.
3: Daddy, I'm scared.
2: Don't. Wait there for her. I don't have a choice. She needs me. Tina!
3: Where are you, Daddy?
2: Right here. Where? Is Mac with you? Yes. Grab his collar. Can you see his collar?
0: I think so.
2: Put your fingers under it. Nick, where are you going? I'm coming, honey. Chris, Chris, don't go after her. I have to. Tina? Where did you go? Tina? Tina?
3: I'm over here, Daddy.
2: Stand still.
3: I don't like this place.
2: Don't be afraid. I'll get you out.
3: Where's Mommy?
2: Waiting for you at home. In your room. She's waiting for us. Listen to my voice. Come to me.
3: I don't know where you are. I can't see you, Daddy.
2: Where's Mac now? Here. Grab onto him. Hold tight. Can you do that for me? Hurry! Got his collar yet? Yes. Get a good grip now.
3: Okay, Daddy. But he wants to run away.
2: You have to stay with him. Don't let go. Mac! (gasps) Bring her here. Bring her to me, Mac. (gasps) (gasps) Is he bringing you, Tina? Yes. Hold on tight, baby. Go where he wants to go. You'll be here in a minute. Mac knows the way. Just hang on. Come on, Mac. Come on, boy.
0: Chris, we're
2: running out of time. (gasps) That a boy. Here. (gasps) Right here.
3: Can you see her yet?
2: I'm not sure. There's shadows moving. Yes. Tina. Here, boy. (gasps) That's right.
3: Daddy, pick me up.
2: Take my hand. I'm right in front of you. Reach out. Little closer. I know it's hard Just try That's it Closer There I got her
3: Oh daddy
2: Oh baby Baby You're okay now
3: Daddy Daddy
2: Oh baby I got her I got her Hi Mac You you big beautiful animal You did it You found me
3: I wanna go home
2: Me too That's where we're going. Mac, let me take your collar. Now go. Go to Tina's room. Where is it, huh? Put your arms around my neck, honey. Hold tight.
4: Here they are.
3: Tina! Mommy!
4: Take her. I've got his legs. I'm pulling as hard as I can.
2: there i told you you'd make it
3: oh chris
2: how does she look
3: fine she looks beautiful mommy come on honey let's get you out of this room
2: i better go with him
4: sit down on the bed get your bearings first
2: oh man man what happened anyway
4: i pulled you out Feet first? How did you do that? Half of you was still here. But I was walking around. You only thought you were. I was holding on to you the whole time. I didn't feel it. I know you didn't. How come you kept telling me to hurry? Because... Yeah? The opening was getting smaller. What are
2: you talking about?
4: The time element. At least that dimension was changing, or starting to. And if it had happened, we would have lost the location on both sides for how long (laughs) I couldn't begin to guess the opening was shrinking see for yourself (sighs) solid all over now including the area inside the lines it was closing up the whole time you mean another few seconds and it would have finished closing with half of you here and the other half there
2: I would have been cut in two. Yeah. Mac? Oh, you did good, Mac. Real good. How would you like to sleep in the house from now on? Keep an eye on things. Yeah. data boy. Better put some boards on the wall
4: for now until we can figure out what happened and make sure it doesn't happen again. Can
2: we do that? We can try. Meanwhile, you might not want to let her sleep in here for a while. Are you kidding? No way. Tina will never have to sleep in here again. Looks like she got her wish after all. From the mouths of babes, huh, Chris? From the mouths of babes. And good old boys like Mac here. (laughs)
1: A brief journey into another dimension, perhaps. But which? The fourth? The fifth? Or one not yet charted by theoretical physics? They never came up with an answer. Despite a battery of research scientists equipped with every instrument known to man, no explanation was ever found. Only a little more respect and uncertainty about what can happen in the twilight zone.
0: So how did you like that? I really enjoyed that episode, and I hope you did as well. Once again, thanks for checking out this podcast. If you like it, tell a friend. I'll be back with more episodes soon. Until then, take care. And remember, it's a cookbook!